0: The first reading is from Isaiah, the second chapter. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit uh, Spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear, But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a signal for the peoples, of him shall the nations inquire, and his resting place shall be glorious. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. The psalmody for today is verses from Psalm 72. Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the royal son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. Let the mountains bear prosperity for the people, and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the children of the needy, and crush the oppressor. May they fear you while the sun endures, and as long as the moon throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may the righteous flourish, and peace abound till the moon be no more. The second reading is from Paul's letter to the Romans, the 15th chapter. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another, in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another, as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness, in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs, and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again it is said, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will come, even who arises to rule the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joys and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter.
1: In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair, and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, and all Judea, and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, "'You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance.' And do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stories to raise up children from Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to your sight, O Lord. Amen. Grace. And peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace. What do you think of when you hear the word peace? Do you think of times without war or fighting? Maybe you think of the 60s or how it's used as a greeting. Or maybe your mind turns towards something deeper like harmony, being quiet. Or maybe even just a calmness, like a body of water without ripples. The peace of the Lord be with you always. We hear this each and every Sunday, don't we? Is it just something we say because it's part of the service? Do you ever say it when you're not in church? Have you ever considered what this might mean for the poor, the homeless, or the orphaned? The peace of the Lord be with you always. Today is the second Sunday of Advent. In our season of preparation, we heard last week from Pastor Jeff about God's great love, the great love story, and how you and I are each part of that story, along with those who have gone before us, back to even the beginning of time. Today, in our lessons, we hear of God's peace, that we could not experience without God's great love. We shared yesterday God's love at our first Feed the Need event at Walker Park. First of all, I wanna thank each and every one of you because without your prayers, your donations, and most of all, your hands and feet, we would not have been able to experience God's love like we did with our homeless brothers and sisters on the south side of Fayetteville. We dedicated this event in honor and memory of our dear brother, Lowell Johnson. From now on, it will formally be known as the Lowell Johnson Memorial Feed the Need event. It was a cool 50 degrees, the sun was shining bright, and it felt as if Lowell was looking down upon us. There were 40 volunteers on hand to help serve over 65 people. If That's not God's work, our hands, I don't know what is. I briefly spoke with a young man named Timmy. He was shy and didn't want to look me in the eye. Maybe it had something to do with me being a woman because I noticed him talking for quite some time with some of the men in our group. But when I asked him if there was anything I could pray for for him, he said, peace. Peace for the world, peace for a lot of things. My first thought was, how fitting, because this week's Advent theme is peace. And then I thought, this is a God thing. No coincidence here. Everyone for thousands of years, especially those in need, have longed for peace in and for our world. Peace. Let's take a look at our Old Testament reading. Here, Isaiah shares his prophetic vision. He sees what is to come, both the promise of the Messiah, who will bring peace, and a judgment with absolute righteousness for all. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. From the line of a human king, King David, the son of Jesse, a new king, who is Jesus, will come. And his rule will affect human history to the end of time. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. In those days, it was believed that the Spirit of the Lord came upon men for a limited time and for a specific purpose. In this case, there will be no end to the flow of the Spirit's gifts equipping Jesus with every ability to be the perfect royal ruler he will have all wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. This king will judge not with his eyes, but with righteousness, and all will be judged equally. There is no difference among us in God's eyes, whether rich or poor, male or female, American or Ukrainian, we will all be judged accordingly. And the coming of this Messiah will bring peace but not necessarily the peace that the people of that day or even today may be looking for. No, it will be much bigger. For all of creation will be at peace. What does that look like? I think Isaiah paints a pretty good picture. Together, the wolf and the lamb, the leopard and goat, the calf and the lion, the cow and the bear, all being led by a child. There will be harmony like the garden of Eden between human and creation. How perfect is that? Polar opposites, united and at peace. It's hard to imagine a world like that today with all the wars and rumors of wars, with discrimination of socioeconomic class, race, color, gender, you name it. There's turmoil and threats of destruction everywhere even among the homeless. Peace. We heard lots of life stories that Feed the Need, stories of family separation, loss of jobs, disabilities, health issues, addictions, and of those who are up in the hills and won't come down. Stories of where people live, in trucks or tents, in the park or on a cliff by the creek, Stories of how they can't get too much because they have to carry it around. They can't leave it anywhere because it will be stolen. How they have a home, just nowhere to put it. There were tears, there were hugs, but most of all, there was laughter and Thanksgiving. As some of us were walking back from the restroom, we came upon a man in a wheelchair and asked him if we could assist him down to the pavilion to have some lunch. He pointed in the general direction and said, is that where the party is? And of course we smiled and said, yes, and we'd love for you to join us. A party. A party. Yes, we were having another good old Emmanuel Lutheran party. Peace. Our psalm today expresses a longing and hoping for blessings of absolute justice and unmeasurable peace that only the messianic king can bring. His reign of righteousness results in prosperity for all people and lets peace abound. We hear this expressed in verse four. May he defend that the cause of the poor of the people give deliverance to the children of the needy and crush the oppressor. This includes all nations and all people. There will be no divisions. This universal reign of Christ will endure forever and produce endless blessings of peace. Till the moon be no more. How glorious is that? Peace. In our New Testament reading from Romans, Paul urges us to follow God's word and to keep the faith that we too might have peace. He tells us, for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction That through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. He goes on to say that in accord with Christ Jesus, all will live in harmony and together with one voice, all will glorify God. There will be peace. By believing, having faith, and receiving Christ into our lives, we find that peace. Faith looks to Christ, and the life of faith gets its shape from the life of Christ. Know Jesus. And how do we get to know Jesus? We live in the scriptures. This shapes our lives. Christ did not please himself, but rather he gave himself wholly to others, especially the weak, the needy, and the oppressed. Jesus' response to the world was love, no matter what came at him. And that love brings peace to be shared with all of creation. If we live in love like Jesus, then and only then are we sharing the unimaginable peace that only God can give. And I believe we shared a little bit of that peace yesterday at Feed the Need. As our guests received their gifts, whether it be a coat, a sleeping bag, or a pair of shoes or socks, the smiles on their faces and the excitement in their voices brought warmth to our hearts. Thank you, God, one woman said. Now I have a hat, and I can give my boyfriend's hat back to him. Another guest, whose name was Dawn, was excited to receive something to read. We handed out devotional books and guidepost magazines. Betty and Dick, friends of the Salmonsons, who were part of our red letter group, came to help out yesterday, and they brought two friends. A little ripple effect there. Anyway, these new friends brought Gideon Bibles, so everyone we served was given the word of God to take with them. Peace. Now on to our gospel lesson. It comes from Matthew. In preparation for this sermon, One of the references I used was the Concordia Self-Study Commentary, and in it, the authors share that which is of foremost importance in the Gospel of Matthew, to know Jesus, be strong in faith, and make Jesus known. Matthew, a tax collector and sinner, had turned his back on the promises and blessings that were given to Israel. He was indifferent to the law and had turned to a life of self-seeking materialism. How often do we do this today without even being aware of it? When Jesus called Matthew to be one of his disciples, this meant that Matthew had to make a radical change and break away from his sinful past. (coughs) Repentance was for him a 180-degree turn from sin and self to the grace of God that confronted him in Jesus. He experienced how completely and hopelessly man's sin can separate him from God and impressed on him the fact that only the grace of the Christ can recall anyone from the separation into a fellowship with God. Matthew found peace that only Jesus brings. His interest became that of confronting people with Christ. Preserving and strengthening one's faith in Christ, and bringing people into a disciple's total obedience to Christ. Isn't that what we are called to do today? To make disciples? In chapter 3, Matthew begins by telling the story of John the Baptist, who was the last and the greatest of of the prophets. He leads the way for the promised Messiah and is heard preaching in the wilderness. He fulfills the Old Testament prophecy of of Isaiah, which calls for repentance. John's voice cries out, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare the way of the Lord. With urgency and boldness, he tells people to turn back. Don't conform to the evil that is around them. Turn back to God and away from sin and the world. He said, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Repent and turn back to God. Look to Christ for life. Live in his word.
0: Scripture is history. And history is what
1: Christ is clothed in, that he may be revealed and may enter people's lives as the present and powerful Christ. As God is known by his works, so the Christ becomes known to others by his disciples, by the people whom he has called and molded to be his own. That's you and that's me. We are his people. And when we live by his word, we too go out with urgency and boldness, bringing the good news of Jesus to others. Peace. As Lutherans, we remember and celebrate the past life of Christ. We hope for the future of Christ's return and his bringing us home to be with him. But most importantly, we are called to live in the now, with Christ by our side, here on earth. I think most of us do a pretty good job with the remembering and celebrating part, at least on Sunday mornings. And I'd have to say that most of us in this room have hope for our future in heaven with Christ. And if you don't, well, then we need to talk. Or maybe you should make an appointment to see Pastor Jeff. But what about the living we do in the here and now? How do you wake up in the morning? Are you giving thanks and praise to God or are you dreading every moment of what the day might bring? Do you turn to God in prayer throughout the day? Or do you count on yourself or someone else to get you through whatever the world throws your way? As children of God, we are to live each day recognizing and admitting our sin and turning back to God in repentance. We are to share God's amazing love and peace with those around us. It's easy, or easier, to share with those we know, our family and friends, our coworkers, and especially those sitting around us here today. But I think a lot of us may have stepped out of our comfort zones yesterday and experienced Christ and a little bit of peace in ways during Feed the Need that we never expected was sitting at a table with several women and was asked to get up and take a few pictures. Her response was, but what about my people? My people. And Logan said, these are some of the nicest people I've ever met. (laughs) I heard Jill say, Lowell would have loved this. Several others said, I'm overcome with joy, and I just can't express how blessed I feel right now. And this is amazing. And next time, next time we do this, and just don't forget about our own, who are homebound or ill, they need to feel God's peace from us as well. As we continue our preparations for the advent of Christ, I leave you with this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Amen. Let us declare our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed.
0: I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord.
1: He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered in a conscious pilot,
0: was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe
1: in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, you create the longing in our souls, the love in our hearts, and the faith in Christ who delivers us. We pray today with the prophet Isaiah that you would tear open the heavens and come down. Let the world see your presence in our lives. Work in our lives so that our actions honor you, our words praise you, and our spirits adore you and submit to you. Keep us alert to the signs of your ruling and reigning, and make our hearts ready for your return. Lord, in your mercy, Amen. Father, lead this congregation in ways that are right and teach us your way. Mature us in you so that we may grow in faith, Proclaim the good news, delight in making disciples and to serve in Christ's name. Help us to honor the trust you have placed in us. Lord in your mercy. Amen. Father, we remember before you all poor and neglected persons whom it would be easy for us to forget, the homeless, the destitute, and all who have known to care for them, have no one to care for them especially those whom we've served yesterday at Feeding the Need. You know their needs and concerns. Today, we especially lift up. Amber. Rick. Frank. Archie. Dustin. Danny. Larry. Tracy.
0: Cindy. Roland. Martha. Robert, Alvin, Elizabeth, Kristen, Danny, Betty, Tim, Beth, Mama, Elizabeth, Andrea, John, Christina, Justin, Angela, Wayne, John, Christina, Joel, Robert, Tula, Robert, Dan, John,
1: Carrie, I, Philip, Martha, Daniel, Rich, Don, Joseph, Daryl,
0: Steve, Faye, Rob, Carrie, Daniel, Wiley, Deanna, Betty, Brittany, and
1: Sherry, Timmy, Rhonda, Christine, Paul, Ty, Randy, Jason, Christy,
0: Ninja, and Rhonda.
1: us to continue to be your hands and feet in our community to help heal those who are broken in body or spirit and to turn their sorrow into joy. Lord in your mercy. Father we ask for your comfort and hope upon those who mourn, for your healing and peace upon those who are enduring physical and life changes, for your protection and provision for soldiers and their families while they are away. And for your blessing upon those celebrating birthdays and anniversaries this week. Especially those we name now, either loud or in our hearts. By your spirit, move in those we've named before you this day. Bring celebration. Bring healing. Bring peace. Bring hope. Each as you determine them in their need. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our Stir up our hearts, O Lord, to prepare for the return of your only Son. Help us to be awake and alert to the ways he comes into life this week. Be our light and our way, our healer and guardian of our souls. Into your hands we command all for whom we pray. We will trust in your mercy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.